0: That are uh, just kind of on Jesus' mind. And the whole idea is not, you know, what's the, you know, sitting down and figuring out what's best for us, but really sitting down and listening. You know, what is Jesus? We really want Jesus to be in charge. Uh, We as human beings need to learn that life is, it just works best when we invite Jesus uh, to be the king over all that we are and all that we do. And so, to contrast that, that's where, that's where I wanted, to, to, wanted you to listen to another recapturing of the, of the year. And uh, I, I really li- I like the music, I like the beat, I like that. But, but if you'll just listen to some of the subtleties, and maybe kind of halfway through uh, this song, I'll, I'll kind of interrupt and just kind of tell you some things that I observed, and then contrast that with what I think Jesus may be saying to us. Fair? Enough? Okay. So that's a recapturing of 2014 and kind of the message of the year. So what did you hear? What did you see? What is pop culture? What is the music industry? Uh, What is the philosophy that came through that song? Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Did you hear anything else? In the morning, it's going to be all right. Just do what you want to do. What else? Can't stop moving, okay? What else? Don't speak the language. Need no explaining. Did, did you did you uh, hear "Amen" in there? Why is that in there? Why is that amen in there? And I've listened to this several times. uh, And you may not have heard it this first time around. Everything is within you. It's all inside of you. And that's within this chorus of amen. So who's God? I'm God. And I can do what I want to do. Just do what you want to do. Now, like I said, I... I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I, that's creative. It's, you know, I, I like the music. And, you know, there's a, I could be sucked, if I wasn't maybe thinking, I might be able to be sucked right in there and I might begin to sing or dance to a tune that may be a little bit different than what Jesus is saying to us in 2014 into 2015. See, popular culture around us is saying, do what you want to do. And I believe Jesus is saying, "I want you to do what I want you to do." And that's our, our question should be, Jesus, what do you want to do? <laughs> Jesus, what do you want to do? Now, again, I have to—I didn't put this up there, but I think it's important because I like have saved like five articles uh, this week on the "done with" phenomena, uh, and I, I'm I'm disturbed with the "done with." phenomena. Are you familiar with the done with phenomena? So the done with are the people that are done with church. I'm done. And in, in some ways it's not even done with church. I'm done with the Christian faith as I know it. I'm done with. It may be the largest segment of the church right now in America. We're done. And what I've read is that it's mainly, it's mainly the mega church phenomena and people are saying I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of the politics of the big church, and I'm tired of the control. And so what, when I say, Jesus, what do you want to do? I'm not saying, um, hey, Steve, as one of the leaders of the church, what do you want to do? I'm not, you know, they, it, We as human beings, there is within us, we, we want to sing the song, I want to do what I want to do. I mean, that, if you just, that taps into the original conversation with Adam and Eve and the evil one. Did God really say, you know, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. The subtlety of temptation. It's still with us. So, but I'm not saying that you should substitute what a pastor or what leaders of the church should say for what Jesus says. So there's got to there's be people on the planet that say, you know, I respect pastors i respect leaders but but if those leaders are not doing what jesus wants them to do then that really is confusing and so the done with generation is done with church because they confuse that with but what about jesus so this is a year for all of us it doesn't matter what our gifting is it doesn't know it doesn't matter how we're serving it doesn't it doesn't matter about church attendance none of that matters jesus what do you want to do I mean that's the song I want us to sing and that that's really connected with the prayer that he asked us to pray let let your kingdom come Jesus let your rule come let it come to the earth we want you with your power and with your dignity we want you to be in charge I don't want to be in charge of myself I don't want to be in charge of other people Jesus I want you I want your rule because your rule is best and I want your will to be done. And that, the nuance of that is we want you to do through us what you want. Jesus, we don't, we don't want to come up with our own little like five things we want to do this year then ask you to bless what we want to do. Because we don't know that's what you want us to do. What do you want to do through us? And spending the time to figure out what is it, Jesus? What is it that you want to do through us this day on the earth? So then that leads me to what does Jesus want to do? And these are these are some suggestions as I've prayed and thought, shared with our leaders, this is what I think Jesus wants to do. I know there's other things, but within our, our, our life as a local church, in uh, this year, I believe Jesus wants us, number one, to build community. And we primarily build community through small groups. And then we're going to talk about uh, how, how can we get... All of us together for a celebration, and you'll see why in a moment. I believe Jesus wants us to improve our teamwork. I was reminded of an African proverb. I really love this proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. My tendency is to go alone. That tells you that I like to do things fast, and I like to do things my own way. Surprise, but what if I slow down and I say, you know, it may take longer, but I want to do things as a team because what we're doing in response to Jesus and Jesus's rule and Jesus's will, we want that to go long, and when we want that to be big, we want that to impact this globe that we live on. That leads to the next one: domain engagement. Uh, we begin to talk about our society as there's these kind of eight places that make up society. The question is if we're not impacting the bigger world around us for better, then what are we doing? If this message of the good news of the kingdom is only reserved for church buildings, the people inside of church buildings, Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, whenever these people get in that building, if that's it, what are we doing? Because as I read Jesus' words, he, he, he intends for all of humanity to change its course. And he's inviting you and I to be part of that change. It's, again, if you want to go long, get a team. Well, he's recruited the team. And over the long haul, by the time he returns, this world will be significantly different. He will make it totally different. So are we impacting the world around us? Our Journeys of Understanding. I'll save, I'll, I'll save that for a moment. And then finally, Equipping the Saints. So that, just if you look at that's the list that I have, but let me break it down and tell you a little bit more about each of those, okay? What does Jesus want to do? I believe he wants to build community. Our, we have a community, thanks to Steve and the database. Now I can kind of, I can, I can count. I haven't been able to do that. My brain was getting tired of keeping everybody's name in its right old place. So we have 142 people that currently make up our community. That's 95 adults, 42 kids, and we have five kids coming. Wow. Two in my own family. Gee. <sighs> now, with that community of people, because we are really interested in building community, uh, we think that Sunday morning serves a purpose. It's a time of celebration. It's a time for the community to come together praise this big God. It's big and loud in some ways. It's to share together out of God's Word. But then when you break us down, we really we want to live life together. And you can't do that in a room on a Sunday morning. We need to be in smaller groups. And right now we've got four active community groups. And we need four more to really serve the needs of our community. And so that would be something that we're going to work towards is four more community groups. What I think that means is the four that we have need to multiply because we want to get that multiplication going. That's a thing of the kingdom to start something to see it multiply. So join me in that. Then somehow I think, and I think uh, most of us would agree, it would really be encouraging to us if all of us that are part of this community showed up like once a quarter. We all were in the same room at the same time celebrating this life together. And so we have our, our first kind of all together celebration on the calendar for Palm Sunday. We'll come together, Palm Sunday, then we'll go have a picnic somewhere, and that's March the 29th. And so we just wanna kinda of spread the word, get us all together. I think that would really be fun. Those things are small steps towards building community that we wanna take. And our teamwork, it's just looking at the different ministries that we do, from children's ministry to youth ministry to women's, men's, worship, arts, creativity, hospitality, creation care, intercession, compassion, building youth, mission partnership, and there's other things that we do. But what we want to do is we want to rally a team of people around all of those ministries. And what happens over the course of a year is that most of the time just the person that's leading that team ends up doing most of the work. So we want to try to break that down, build community, build teamwork, and really work together in the ministries that are assigned to us. As far as domain engagement, as we look at those ministries, what I begin to think about is with these domains, food and water, social and civil society, education, art and media, science and technology, government, medical, economy, Do do we, I mean, all of us, in one way or the other, we're engaged in one of those domains. We're engaged in that domain either because it's our occupation or it's our avocation. We may just be really passionate about one of those domains. We don't actually work in it. Or our passion and our work may collide. And, And sometimes that domain doesn't have any sort of ministry in it at all. So again, if we're going to have any kind of impact on the generation we're living in, then it makes sense to me that, that somehow we structure our ministry or we get the people together in their domains so that we can begin to influence the world around us for good, for better. An example of it is a church uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. They begin to do domain engagement. And they were involved in Vietnam. And they, they found out that the school, the school system in Vietnam was really in trouble. So they gathered all the school teachers in their church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They got all those teachers together. That's their domain. Education is your domain. The Vietnamese need this. So that group of teachers designed a whole new educational system for Vietnam. And their next mission trip was to take several of those teachers and give that away to the Vietnamese people. It impacted another country by people that are just, well, that's where I work. Why wouldn't I want the influence of Jesus to be involved in that? So that was a really great thing. So it's something like that, and, and we'll be working towards that. We'll figure that out together. On our journeys of understanding, the Holy Land is rich in historical treasures, natural beauty, deep spiritual significance, warm-hearted people. As the heartland of our faith, it abounds with opportunities for deeper insight into the truths of Scripture and the teachings of Jesus. At the same time, it is a land locked in a conflict that has defied resolution for over 60 years and remains a cause of political and religious division that affects us all. I have two friends. Uh, that One friend is, is in Israel right now, and I have another friend that's planning to visit in, in June, and they're not doing a journey of understanding. They're doing another tour thing. And my one friend showed, this is, this is where we're going, and these are the books we're supposed to read. And as I looked at that, I thought, you know, <laughs> okay. You're, you're being prepared to take a trip to the Holy Land that looks, pa- that looks back on the past. Good thing to do. We, we should know that the Holy Land is rich in historical treasures. It's the heartland of our faith. That's, we should know that. And then it jumps over the present, a land locked in conflict, and it looks to the future. And my frustration is not that there's a past and not that there's a, a future. I believe there's a past, there's a future. But what about the present? Hello? What about the present? Why do we go from the past to the future without addressing the present? And where are the people that Jesus has entrusted the ministry of reconciliation? Where are, you, are we in the mix? Are we helping or are we adding to the problem? My conviction is if we focus on the past and we focus on the future and we ignore the present we are part of the problem. And so I am so thankful that we have been given this gift of these journeys of understanding. We have two of them scheduled. April 23rd to May 4th, October 9th through 19th. They they are they are trips, travels, pilgrimages if you want to to the Holy Land, to Israel, to Palestine. And what is the beauty of it is the whole goal is reconciliation. And it's connecting with people. And it's, it's how can we be part of a resolution of the tensions in our world. I believe that's where we need to live. We just, we just had another round of radicalism break out. Uh, that's, that's a tragic, tragic thing. But if you do any reading about radicalism, whether it is Christian whether it is Jewish, whether it's Hindu, whether it's Buddhist, whether it's Muslim, radicalism is connected more with politics than it is with religion. And the politics of the Middle East is one of the primary detonators of radicalism. So if that was solved, people that are drawn into radicalism would not have a reason to be drawn. Maybe another reason, but not this one. Wouldn't it be great to be part of that solution? See, it does impact our world. And we can do something about it by going on a journey or helping each other go on a journey. That's, my hope is every one of us that's part of our River City Vineyard community could take, the, take a journey and, and we could help each other get there because some of us need help. Finally, the equipping the saints. We believe that... Uh, Ministry is done by all of us, and it's done again in all the domains where we are. It's done in all of our homes, it's done in all of our neighborhoods. And so, we want to do and and try to do what we can to equip all of us to do the work of ministry. And these are some highlights of things that will happen in this year. We have a ladies' retreat March 6th through the 8th. Uh, that you know, ladies, please get that on your calendar and look forward to that. Uh, this summer, there's an international vineyard conference. Uh, in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Maybe not the best place to go. I mean, I understand that. But there'll be a lot of people there from all over the globe that are, are part of the bigger Vineyard family. I would love for as many of us to, to be able to go do that together. I'll connect with our friends in Chile. I don't know yet if anybody's coming from the Middle East to join us, but wouldn't that be great? Then as I put those two down, then I realized, you know, there's other opportunities. Noel's doing Vineyard Institute. He needs somebody to do that with him. Uh, And and that's that's a great equipping course. Uh, We have spiritual direction that that Jen and Jennifer Jennifer and (laughs) Jeremy are trying to to bring into our community, which is a great thing. And that's equipping. Uh, We've got uh, Otto and the Wilderness Adventure that's being launched. So all these opportunities for you and I to be equipped for ministry. That we all, we all do the work of ministry together. So my friends, those are some things that I believe Jesus wants to do in our community. I do believe there will be other things. But those would be the things that I would like to highlight. And what I'd like you to do is just stand with me. And let's just pray for a moment about where Jesus might be tugging at your heart. Let me, just kind of, let me just do a little survey. I'm just going to ask some questions, and then, and I'll just ask for a raise of hands and keep it up long enough so I can see it. I'll go up one level. But when I, when I mention about building community, and we primarily do that through small groups and we want people involved in community groups and community groups multiplying, does that strike a chord with, with anybody? If, if it does, just raise your hand. Great. That's, that's great. Thank you. Now how do you say no to that one? Uh, how about uh, teamwork? How about improving our teamwork? So you want to be part of a team of people doing a, a particular ministry that goes through our... Okay, what's that mean? <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> great. All right. What about the domain engagement? You know, whatever your, your, your passion, your vocation, You know, how do, how do we work together to, to really influence those domains? Okay. How about a journey of understanding? Anybody ready to go to the Middle East and take part in the Ministry of Reconciliation? After when? October, okay. Okay. And then finally, how many of you have just have a sense you, you want to be someplace, somewhere this year that equips you, where you feel like, you know, I'm getting some tools, I'm, I'm learning some knowledge about just doing ministry uh, in my family, in my neighborhood. Does that strike a chord with anybody? Okay. Great. Uh, there seems to be a pretty, that seems to be something on all of our hearts, which is great. So could I just pray uh, and just invite the Holy Spirit just to take our interest and begin, beginning this morning and on through this year to really nurture something in all of our lives. Jesus, we want to welcome you, and we, we, really, we really are serious when we say we want you to do what you want to do. What do you want to do, Jesus? And Jesus, I thank you that um, you're stirring in our hearts. There's, there's some things that you've shared with us that, that they seem to resonate with us as a group of people this morning. And Lord, I know I know that it's easy at this point to say yes. I'm interested in building community or improving teamwork or do, domain engagement or journeys of understanding or equipping. I, it's easy to say yes this morning. It's harder when those opportunities finally come along. So what I ask Holy Spirit is that this would be a day that whatever we said yes to today, that in the in that just what other obstacle will come in the way of us following through with that decision this morning that you begin to remove those from our lives. And I pray that at the end of this year we can all look back and say, yes, yes, Lord, uh, I was able to help build community. I I saw teamwork improve. It seems that we're finally making some sort of impact on the bigger world around us for something better in the name of Jesus. Some of us will actually travel out of country to the Middle East. And others of us will enjoy equipping conferences or retreats or classes. So Lord, I ask that your hand would be upon all of us. That you'd actually allow these things to become true. Lord, I ask for your blessing upon us as individuals and as a family as we start this new year and as we bless you in your name. Amen. I ask you to do